so you met you were talking so about- I met just some random person yes, at yeah, a yeah. big event who said to me uh, you know, I was just telling a friend of mine the other day and don't take this the wrong way. I mean, I know it's going to sound bad, but old people should just start dying because uh, they, you know, so we can have their money. And I was like, you mean like they it costs too much to like that last year of life thing? And they're like, no, no, if they, they have money in the bank and if they die, we get it. And I was like. What? Gross, and and she's like my friend totally agreed i mean it's not something you want to say at a party i'm like you're saying that at a party you know like to me and i definitely don't think it's funny and Wait, then, so like, this a was later, the person that you is, mentioned said this no no this is oh, not okay. a famous person oh, okay. it, was oh, okay. at, it was at an event with oh, famous people but it was just some oh. person i don't really know this was small talk, party chatter at somebody yeah, I yeah. really didn't know. Well, you know and what, what Monica, was, that is a pretty nice compliment she gave you on the on low key. That she that she that, thought I could handle that kind well, of no, satanic. No, no, no. That's a compliment that you look so young and that you're clearly not one of these old people that needs to die and give up your oh, money. Yes, yes. I think she was talking about my mom, whose house I am in right now. But so, but here was the thing that. Um, like a month later, that's exactly what started happening with COVID. Like they just started oh, wiping geez. out the old people. And yeah. I'm thinking like, you know, it's it's like around that time I bought the Kaczynski book. I actually showed up on my doorstep and I was like, I wasn't hadn't even been drunk or anything. Like I was like, I actually pressed buy on Amazon to Ted Kaczynski. Like, <laughs> what was I thinking? I didn't because I had not yet been Ted to. <laughs> I wasn't like totally. I was like, oh, he was totally right about almost everything. Not the killing part, but the other stuff. So it was during that time they were allowing certain ideas. You know, I think they were promoting certain ideas. And I think the reason she and her friend both like had this idea was that it just happened to be floating out there yeah. so people could kind of see the upside of you know not wasting resources on old people like Robert Reich's famous speech. Yeah. People, well, can I, mean, I, I can I jump in real quick? I will say this in direct not to not to poo poo what you're saying, Monica, but and I know you do have people in your f close family or orbit <laughs> who have had suffered from addiction problems. Uh, but like I'm from southeastern. I know, I know, I know. That's what I meant. <laughs> but uh, but um, what's it called? No, I'm from southeastern Massachusetts and hung out with a bunch of junkies all the time. And so they were always carving up what mom and dad had before yeah, it happened. Yeah, yeah. That was a thing people oh, talk dude, about. Oh, yeah. those are good junkies. These yeah. junkies actually take it while they're sleeping. <laughs> right. Well, they did that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the but yes, that was it. Was always just a one dead parent away from everything gonna coming up Millhouse. Oh, it's for them. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not a healthy way to think <laughs> no. of things. Like, it's, but just... it's not it's not just junkies. Like throughout my right. life, I, I've been appalled by like the sort of. So I take my daughter to sports clubs, and people. I'm I'm not going to cast shade on the current sports club people because I haven't actually heard them doing this, but I have heard those type of people have this type of conversation. Wankers. You know, the, the sports club people talk about where the what foreign holidays are going on and what's on TV and that's it. Oh and their new car order. Are you talking delayed. about soccer moms? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, hot take, yeah. William. Soccer moms yeah. are annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean Scott, what do you think? Is he talking uh, about so no, soccer no, he moms is, or is he it a is, different level? He, you have to He's understand about what, travel sports. Yeah, what, travel sports. I was just it's gonna just say my it's my only interaction with normies. Right. That's what I was going to say. You have to understand just how what, what level of a misanthrope we're dealing with here. Okay. He's like, he's like, he's, he's like, shut oh, in. they're fucking talking about what they like. Oh, God. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> These people. <laughs> 
<laughs> I had a British friend who used to make fun of Americans for asking each other what they did for a living, which I think is awful. My father raised me never to do that, probably because no offense, well, he was a truck driver. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, I just feel like um, they, there are certain things. You're, I mean, you, what are you going to talk about if you can't talk about what you like, what you're doing, where you're going, what you know, ideas, trails, you know, you expect them to talk about ideas. <laughs> well, my, my dad was a. Uh, like a retail mogul, regional retail mogul. He was a very successful guy, and he would never ask anybody about money or what they did. Yeah, no, I'm sure in your he world, like this high class. Yeah, it's definitely an American yeah, thing to not realize sure, yeah. that that's incredibly tacky. The complete boner. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I would never do. It. <laughs> and it's boring. Who the hell wants yeah. to talk about work when you're at my party? Exactly. Yeah, you're right. We should be talking about about carving up mom's money (laughs) before she's here and dead. That is wild. That's what I was getting to. Is people like my mum died recently, and I've, much to my surprise, made a few quid out of it. I've come into a few quid, but like, um, I, I'd never given it a, a minute's thought. Other than that, the only thing that had made me ever think about it was having heard during my life people doing that junkie thing. But yeah. People who weren't yeah. junkies, people who were just like they would not think of like that. Class, yeah, yeah, over leverage th- thing like uh, oh yeah, or, or pe- like families who argue about the division of the spoils after the. Oh parents my god, die my my fan. I'm Irish on my Aggie. mom's side, and that's all they talk about is carving up shit like that. You're and, Irish on your mom's side, Scott. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Doesn't that kind of belie your claim to be the only honest? Whoa. Yeah, well, I'm trying to I'm trying to drop I'm trying to drop that that uh, nom de plume. Um, okay. <laughs> well, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Well, no, it's true though. But but my point though is, uh, I was just gonna say, speaking of her, I've. You know, I've spoken at length on the show about being somewhat estranged from that side of the family, and uh, in in my. This is how much to that to that level where they are like that. In the final blowout with my mom, she's like, you know, we're they're gonna take you out of the will, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about your money, lady. <laughs> You're nuts to even say that, you psycho. Yeah. Um, well, in my in my house, you know, you absolutely know who loves you because there is nothing coming down. Sure, and yeah, my mom, yeah. my yeah. mom and my grandma always would say, give it with a warm hand. My mother just gave me $50. Like she, I'm sure is just living on social security. And I take it. <laughs> like you take money. I'm like, hey, I don't know why she's giving it to me. She knows that I don't need it, yeah, yeah, sure. but she, you want to give it with a warm hand. Not that her hands are warm. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> too my, late for that. My mom always, always used to, Give money to the kids on the birthdays and stuff yeah. like that. She even gave used to give me money on my birthdays. I was like, oh, come on, don't do that. I don't take no, it. Don't take uh, it. And, take it, take it. They like no, you take gotta it. take it. They want to yeah, give it, it to you because they want to give it to you. Yeah. Give me a few years of being self sufficient before I start doing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, 31. Yeah. <laughs> let me, just, let me oh, have wow. some time. Yeah, like... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm not 31. I was self insufficient. I want to feel. I want to have let myself build up a, like some level of ego so I can be knocked down in my middle age. No, you're gonna. If you don't want, that's the whole key to design. I mean, right? dude, that's that's says more about your mum. Like, 
Well, here's the other thing. Yeah. And and you feel like. I can't take it because there's going to be some expectations attached well, to it. Well, there might yeah. be. If she's saying shit like we're cutting you out of the yeah, will. I didn't even, yeah. care. Like, I didn't even think about it. That's not someone who can be trusted giving you money. Yeah. No. Dude. It's psycho. It's, it's psycho. It's like, bad. I don't want your money. Like, yeah. I'm so lucky with my family. My family are also kind of just pleasant and mind their own fucking business. Then how did you get like this, William? <laughs> Good question. So cynical and humorous. Well, I'm not cynical about family. I'm. Okay. I love my family. Oh, that's excellent. But, well, then how'd you get your sense of humor? Like happy homes don't usually yield a lot of humor. Well, uh, he got spit on by like, his older brother a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> older brothers can traumatize you. <laughs> like to a weird um, level, like where the spitting yeah. is like, what? You spit on you? That's kind of weird. <laughs> my brother would hold me down and goob in my face and then suck it up at the last minute. Oh, gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, my, bro- my brother used to, we had twin beds, and he used to be a gob up into the air at the oh! So it just landed in my oh, mouth. Oh, going to fucking vomit. <laughs> do we not use vulgarity anymore? I don't care. Oh, yeah. Do you have to, like, <laughs> do you try to put it in feeds that don't no. cotton to that? We don't no. try to do anything. Oh, I almost... my feed. This is why I can never put it in my feed. I've got yeah. to believe it, and it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> No, we're we're of all standards and res- respectable uh, things out the window, but <sighs> we're just pure. We're a pure ball of burning creativity. We, <laughs> Obviously, we we ex- you know, after we get thrown off Rockfin, that's it. We're just gonna. No, how can you get thrown off? Oh, yeah, somebody did get thrown off Rockfin. It right? was Owen Benjamin, to be fair. It, it, so. Who had been just okay. shitting on them. It's kind of the his... exception that... Shitting on the, the entire wrong. concept of the website and like... Oh, oh. Well, yeah. that, yes, you should. That's, I won't even make fun of people like if... Um, I'm trying to think of people I, if I had a personal relationship with or whatever. You don't want to... I mean, like, we, you know, we've be had, rude. We, we try... I mean, I'd say almost all the time. Our philosophy is we only have people on the show who we really like, and but we've had we've had people on the show who, who were fine, but maybe we didn't click with them like we do with somebody like you. But like, it's still they're a guest, and it's the tradition of hospitality. You try yeah. and make them look good. There's no shitting on them or anything like that. That's not done. And like to shit on the network you're on. Yeah, it's crazy. Even when I was on, I was on mainstream radio and I wasn't ever going to say anything bad about them. Not because I was like afraid of getting fired. I got fired because I wasn't afraid of getting fired, but I, because it's just bad manners. Yeah. It's just bad manners. It's bad manners to talk crap about the person's house you're in. Sorry, mom, for the cold hands comment. That was my (laughs) uh, upbringing was, you know, like um, hospitality. You're, You're hospitable to your guests and you say please and thank you and you don't look a gift horse in the mouth and all that kind of just basics yeah it makes life easier if you just live that way yeah i worry that because we we are digitizing the the life there's hardly any opportunity to engage in those niceties and certainly not to teach them you sound like you've got a much better scene than me living in the heart of la but yeah, I just well, I don't find where did the sense of humor come from? I, I, like I said, I'm not sure if it still really survives. I think it does to a certain extent, especially in the lower orders. But really, 
getting a laugh is the ultimate. It's catnip. It's like even better than a Got cup it. of tea to an Englishman. They, Got they, it. They'll do anything to get a laugh. That's why we dress up as women and stuff like this. Yeah. Just, they'll do any That's cheap why, trick to get a yes. laugh. See that? Yeah, right. That's why. We've heard about the public schools. So for me, that's really funny. I never even thought about humor for getting a laugh. I only thought of it humor to exercise angst. <laughs> right, <laughs> like the right, whole yeah, point yeah. of it is just, like I can do it by myself. Like I'll talk to myself. I'm like, I can't even this shit. But yeah, uh, man, yeah, I'm so it's funny. Just... <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Gaishand Queero more than anyone Gaishand else. Geisha, I had my, I, I know that William, you gave me props for Gaishand Queero, but I myself enjoyed Gaishand Queero possibly more than anybody. Yeah, it like an inside joke. <laughs> we, no, no, it's a joke we we came up with I, we're, that we're about to talk about. Which I guess we can segue right, into our it. topic. Let's go. It's, it's fun, actually. I, before we start, seeing as you're on, I've been consciously trying. We, we uh, Scott and I were just having a kind of a quasi-religious discussion before you came yeah. on, us, because I'm not affiliated to any church at the moment. Nor am I. So I'm wondering, you know, am I a Gnostic? Maybe. I don't know. I don't really know what yeah. it is. I but, am, and I'm practicing Catholic. But God. Right, okay. Yeah, because like... I, I, we were how do you about, know? How we were talking you know? about modern philosophers, and I, and I was just saying, well, I've read Lysander Spooner, and that's enough. I'm, that's it. That's my philosophy. I, I, <laughs> you, you, hit it, got, you got it on the first try. <laughs> it wasn't the first one I read, but I was like, yeah, this is what I think. This is it. Yeah. So it's like... And, and like it wasn't him, but it was one of his. But I read his biography, and, and one of his buddies had said, "Well, yeah, uh, because I mean, Spooner wasn't a Christian, but one of his buddies was." And this guy, I forget his name, Harrison or something, said, "Yeah, we follow the teachings of Christ, but where they contradict the principles of liberty, we have to depart from them." And I, I agree with that. <laughs> Uh, so a priest who listens to me, actually like a patron padre, yeah. he sent me a book of Catholicism and libertarianism, and he listens to me. Like, I only know him yeah. because he listens to me. And he's like, you know, you're a little bit off base. And I'm like, wow, really? So the book is sitting there, and I'm kind of afraid to read it because I'm just not in the mood to have to modify my philosophy so that sure. it's not like black and white. I really like black and white. It's so easy to analyze and move yeah, yeah, on yeah, and yeah. what's going on here. And then just, uh, I can't get my mind around. Plus I'm not a hundred percent sure. I just, I feel like, you know, Darwinian evolution is mathematically impossible. And like, that's about as far as I'll go. Like, I'm sure there's some kind of something else going on. Yeah. And I think that atheists make no sense at all. It's like, it could be anything except for God. It's like, yeah, well, that yeah, doesn't yeah. really make sense. Yeah. But so I don't, I don't well, know. Like, I yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Religious yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah I have right, no idea. Yeah. But I love religion. Like I really like being a practicing Catholic. It's freaky. Yeah. I've never and been I don't like the Catholic church. I think Papa we, Frank we talked about this last week. Blood. The community <laughs> The community singing and all, and all, just the community singing alone, it uplifts the spirits to a degree that can, nothing else can do. You can trust devout Catholics because they think that if they F you, they're going to hell. So it's a very convenient community to be a part of if you don't want yeah. to look over your shoulder and they think you're part of, you know, also fostering those values, which I am. So, so I like, I'm the only person who will say I'm like religious, but not spiritual. So this is a great 
opportunity for me to segue into what the topic of tonight's show is, sure. which is the origins of the CIA and the uh, link between that and the Vatican Bank. Okay, well... So... Yeah, uh, go, ahead, go for the, it. The segue is this, <laughs> that we're not, we're not throwing shade on Catholics here because... By definition, these the corruption the people who are engaged in the corruption of any church, whether it be Methodist or Catholic or whatever, are not devout. They're worldly and and they are political and it's it's the ultimate blasphemy to me. And I'm trying to cut down on I'm trying to stop myself blaspheming. I'm trying to stop saying JC. Oh, you mustn't say that. I know, but I, it's like a tick. You know, you, you, dude. We've been brainwashed into doing it by the media for so many years. Yeah. Oh, you, you're, you're way worse there. They don't do it like they do there here. Don't they? No. 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 We have to turn off British shows because of that. Yeah, you so think I, nothing I of to, it, Doctor Who? They'll say it in Doctor Who. Yeah. I, I used which, to. I used to work for a guy who never blasphemed. And it stuck out like a sore thumb. And that was in the early 90s. He used to say, oh, jeepers. <laughs> no, it, I, I use vulgarity, but I don't yeah. blaspheme. Well, that's where I'm trying to get to. And I've been given a pass. How, what is that? By a man, uh, listen to this show, who's quali let's just say he's qualified to issue passes. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so one kind of guy Are we talking about Frank? Yeah. All right. Shouts <laughs> out Frank, Frank Zen. No, the shouts out Frank Zen. Yeah, Frank Zen gave me a gave me personally a pass for okay. that other word. <laughs> uh, but ev the, the weird thing is, ever since I got the pass, I stopped using it. <laughs> oh, that's great. For me, I was raised to bow my head if someone said Jesus. I mean, to this day. So. There is absolutely no way. You you know, so maybe you should go the next, the next step. Maybe I you should, should take start bowing your head. Yeah, actually, that's what that, I was like. But it says in the Bible you're supposed to take a knee. And yeah. my dad's like, you can just bow your head. I'm like, but what? You know, how yeah. do you get? You know, how do you decide? I, I should. I should. Take this a sounds knee like some Talmud, Talmud halfway <laughs> laws here. I'm not allowed <laughs> to read the Talmud, so. <laughs> I should take a knee every time I hear a really funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that would be blasphemy, probably. That's you're not supposed to take lightly that which is divine, and that is yeah. not the subject well, I, of today's yeah. show. There's no divinity anywhere, and as a matter of fact, the people are getting screwed. I can give you right. the punchline right now if you want, but Yo, I, the, the, Scott was Scott and I had this conversation. He was saying I really don't want to do this episode because I don't want to shit on Catholics like kicking. Oh no. Head. Oh, I'm ready to defend because yeah. the first of all, they're the always like a punchline and like yeah. their punchline. And I was looking and and it's this book opens with I was a devout Catholic when I started reading writing this book and I just can't do it anymore. I every single thing I looked at in this book, I could find resources like legitimate resources, primary sources on all the CIA stuff, all the mafia stuff, all the. Um, uh, the Banco Ambrosiano stuff, all of yeah. that. But when it came to like tying in some mastermind at the Vatican, I think 
the guys were there were some corrupt people. There's a lot of Masons in there. There are a lot of like actively sexual people, hetero and homo there in the Vatican during this time. And uh, there are guys who defrauded the bank out of the money. It's the it's the Vatican that lost the money in the mm. bank. One of the people who lost the money, there's like a billion dollars got sucked away. And the ba- Vatican had to give 250 million out of their own coffers. Sure. Yeah, that, there's, there's those financial scandals. Yes, because the bat because the popes and stuff are stupid. So my conclusion was that the the popes would try to play back and forth, try to like stay neutral so Mussolini didn't mess with them. And who knows what happened with the Nazis? It's hard to get to the yeah. bottom of that stuff. But the oh, the first one who really, in my opinion, is absolutely bought and paid for will not deviate from the CIA globalist continuum is Francis, because Benedict stepped down. John Paul II, they tried to kill him. John Paul I, they did kill him. John uh, the 23rd, they he tried. He was talking to Khrushchev. Even Paul VI did something like tried to pull the plug on something like they will always they always seem to have their limits. But I feel like Frank is like Obama. It's like he's just this. Yeah. Great socialist hope who's really just a complete globalist shill. Yeah, I can I give a little anecdote here? I was speaking yeah. today with um, a, an associate of mine, we'll say, who is a devout, devout Catholic. Um, and uh, he said to me that uh, he was closely following it because he decided at some point in uh some point in the early 2000s that he that it was no point in paying attention to politics anymore so he might as well just dive fully into the church um <laughs> respect that, that's reasonable yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um he he was following this very closely and as he understood it um following that whole uh benedict stepping down thing um the what they attempted to do in picking Francis was that they wanted to pick someone who was extremely conservative and like very much with the same kind of the same milieu as Benedict. But um, according to Francis himself and people who, who, you know, the head guys up and I don't know exactly how the whole structure works or whatever, but apparently the day he took the oath and became Pope, he had a change of heart um, yeah, I swear to God, this is something my, I, I'm not going to say who it was. This guy I know who's very closely followed the politics of it. And he said that there's other me- high up members of the church who said after that day, he I've known him for 50 years and he did change. OK, can I tell you what one thing that I concluded out of all the research I did for this show, which was sure. a lot. If I'm that, all waited. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm telling you this, this. And, and God bless you for it. <laughs> this one, I lugged all this on a plane and I, I did forget my Opus Dei book. So that's probably for the best. I don't know if I want to even that was I don't want to know. I don't. That's one level <laughs> I'm not ready for. But what I what I realized in reading these books and um, this one in particular, because it was confusing because it's like the CIA thing and the mafia thing and Gladio and and the Vatican's involvement seemed to be throughout this book, which I'm not I don't really trust that author. But the theme was it's all like extremely anti-communist that they just yes. yeah. did not want communists. And what's well, the answer also- to communism, fascism? But I have a punchline. So the punchline is this. It seemed to me consistently in every avenue I went down here that they gave socialism in order 
order to keep the people quiet, keep the globalist corporations in place and make sure there wasn't actual communism bubbling up from these third world countries. And I think that's what Borgoglio was doing in Argentina. Frank. And that's why he's doing it basically now, too. He's giving socialism to placate the masses and he writes stuff that's straight out of the World Economic Forum. I mean, uses the same verbs, same words. Yeah, he's a libtard. I mean, but he's but he's really just Obama. He's just, (laughs) you know, he's probably playing basketball and and hanging out with Beyonce. He's what? It's von Bismarck. It's Prussian. That that whole Prussian state yes, yes. idea was to totally. prevent Bolshevism, wasn't it? It was like sure. we've got to make people into kind of nationalist uh, soldiers. Well, also they was, stomped out the yeah. forty-eight revolution. And yeah, so they had to give them something. Oh, they also but sent think- sent all those guys over to fight in the fucking American Revolution for the Union. Mm-hmm. By the way, too. <laughs> You familiar with that? But, in the Civil War, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but I want to about the Otto von Bismarck oh, yeah, thing. It seemed to me. Sorry, no, you can go back to it. But I want to. I, there's just a major thing about Bismarck. I thought, please, was that in the beginning, I believe he was saying, as like the Industrial Revolution was giving people some folding money in their pockets. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said to the Kaiser, uh, something effective. I forget the exact quote. We need to take the money now, give it back to them later, and that way they will love you in their dependence. And so that yeah. was my understanding of like Social Security and unemployment and stuff. It wasn't to keep them quiet so they didn't demand communism. It was to take away their surplus wealth so that they couldn't just really understand. Because if you read the report from Iron Mountain, that points to it too, that they – you. You don't want people to realize that they don't need a state. So you have to have more. You have to have you either have to have fiscal insecurity or physical insecurity. And then also not for nothing. Nice side effect of taking away their money and giving it back to them later. What you get to play around with it in the meantime. Yeah. Usury, That's baby. Why I guess the usury Speaking, laws went yeah. away around that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, guess what? You, d- you don't give it back to the same ones you took it away from. Because <laughs> they're, they're the old people that are dead now. Yeah. Yeah. You give, Good call back back. The, you, give, you give it back to the you give it back to the insurgents who you've imported to destabilize and ruin the society that these people have worked to on your orders have worked to protect. Uh, just today, Prince Harry, a the grandson of the sitting monarch oh, of the yeah. country that wasn't about that. Yeah, I thought that was yesterday. Maybe it was yesterday. Yeah, but. The grandson of the monarch of the country, not the supposed grandson of the monarch. Oh, come on. Yeah. I think he looks a little bit like Chuck. No, the, the older one. They all like grow Chuck. out of a tree. They're Harry. not human. <laughs> I think Harry looks a little bit like Chuck. Everyone's Harry like. looks like Parker Bowles. Yeah, okay. Keep going. The supposed grandson of the reigning monarch of the <clears throat> democracy that is about to deport Julian Assange for telling the truth to spend his life underground in a supermax prison in the United States. I'll probably just kill him. Is saying that if that makes you feel fake. any better. Uh, he He's feel, fake. He feels upset because there's a worldwide attack on on uh, democracy and freedom. Oh, you don't think sweet. he's real? You don't think Julian Assange is yeah. a real thing? Because here's the question. Here's the question for you, and you'll understand completely. Yeah. The CIA would have to create a honeypot for all the whistleblowers, right? Yeah. And who is that? If you were a whistleblower, who would you call? Uh, Assange. I guess that's who they called. Yeah. 
That's who you call. There was one. See, what they did was there was one popping up Krypton or not Krypton. It was like Cryptagon or whatever. I don't know what happened to that guy, but it was Krypton. I think you would literally upload all your stuff to the website yourself mm. and he would just not have anything to do with it. But Julian Assange makes you give it to him and sign that you won't give it to anybody else. And he does not have to publish it all. And I and he was also, you know, whatever, a little bit in that cult. But I don't know if that matters. So what, plus yeah, he used mean, to have a drag show. So I think that he really doesn't stay in jail. I think he runs around in drag. OK. So you th you you think he's going to be OK? You, uh, oh, they might kill him like they yeah. killed, you know, <laughs> yeah. Noor or whatever the chick who was in that I, the fake, you know, the woman who was shot in the Iran, like, um, whatever. So they Dude, killed. I, wait, 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 curious about this. Where are we going with oh, this? So there was an Iran uprising, and this woman was, when? When was shot this? famously ten years ago. Okay. Yeah, I think. And I know. she was shot famously, and her leg was bleeding. And they were all like zooming in on it, and you could see the doctor oh, waiting on her. Yes. Squirting blood. Well, apparently, they got her out of there, and in the ambulance, they killed her because they didn't want anyone to know that they hadn't really killed her. And I don't know why they, you know, I guess they wanted this thing to stage out well, but they will kill people. Philip Marshall, sure. I think, was a guy. Especially if they're Iranian. The great bamboozle. Yeah, right. They don't care, but. So I do think that they they will kill people anyway. I'm not I'm not saying the guy's yeah. OK. Like, uh, look yeah. at JFK and Reagan and Nixon. Yeah, I mean, sure. they were all in on it, but it doesn't mean you get to live. Well, they wanted to yeah. say nay, say no to Israel. <laughs> oh, JF is that really JFK. what you think? Oh, yeah, JFK. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Reagan he, did. No, like no, not Reagan. Reagan. No, 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 no. I don't know what. Well, I think that was they were they were letting him know that he was really going to do what he said he was going to do. And he was just going to do more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the famous, Ron Paul, a, famous yeah. Ron Paul quote, Ron Paul was a big supporter of Reagan until he saw his first budget proposal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever look at the chart of U.S. debt? Of course, I remember yeah. the 80s and I was like, this is so great. My dad was like, you know, the American way is like really prosperous. Freedom, it's morning whatever. in America. Yeah. And you go back and look, I was just telling my son this the other day. You go back and you look and it's like you actually kind of have to use a log scale to look at how <laughs> yeah. how high it goes up to really understand like what it was before. Yeah. And then like how much it went up under Reagan. Yeah. But I mean, JFK, RFK, they were going up against Israel. And uh, what's it called? Uh, that's what's it called? The, they were doing they were going to do. Uh, nuclear tests at Demona, which is where the the Israel nuke program is. Oh, yeah. That's where they had like a hidden wall, right? Yes. And uh, also they not for nothing. They also stole the nuclear material from America, from near Pittsburgh. And also, Ryan here's a, let me give. Yeah, true. <laughs> but it was like a heist. It was kind of like a like a goofy caper, if you will. But uh, shouts out Ryan Dawson, ANC report dot com. He just put out a movie about what I'm talking about. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, he has a new movie out called New Mac, How Israel Stole the Bomb. And uh, it's very supposed to be very good. I'm going to I'll let you know when I see it. Well, if my my close personal friend Sirhan ever gets, a, <laughs> are you on first name first name basis with him? Yes, I am on first name first name terms with Sirhan. Yes, <laughs> uh, if he ever gets parole, I'm going to make it my life's work to get him on this show before he gets assassinated. Yeah, <laughs> well, we what's a good plan? We well, get the LD Hinkley's out. That's yeah. because he was friends of the 
brushes. Come yeah. on. Is well, what do you need to call them to do it? Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's like you're like Reagan guy. I was like, Reagan, you got to watch out having the bushes as your VP. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> Arch spook. Yeah, you, let's also not forget who was uh, who was in Dallas that day. <clears throat> what are you, crazy? Conspiracy theorists? Like, didn't Ted Cruz's, everyone's like, Ted Cruz's dad? It's like, why is that crazy? Just look at the pictures. Was he or wasn't he? Somebody was there. Yeah. Was also, uh, another thing is um, the, my favorite thing. We talked about this show before, but there's like an interview where um, where s- someone was interviewing Bush Senior uh, HW, and they're like, they're like, where were you when Kennedy died? And he goes, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't wow. recall. Is that's the dir- is the quote? It's like what? That's like, <laughs> that's like Stalag seventeen. Yeah. You know, and the guy's like, yeah. Where were you when Pearl Harbor got hit? And he's like, I was sleeping. Yeah. It's like where you know it was daytime. <laughs> so because he was German. Yeah. Right. But um, anyway. So yeah, that's excellent. That was an excellent tell. Yeah. So like, so yeah, I'm glad that you don't want to just crap. I thought it was gonna no. be like I'm gonna go in there and say like I looked. It goes so the first half of the book was so compelling, and I looked. I literally I literally read it twice. Like I have Damn. pencil and pen so, in look, it. I have all my conclusions, but I even read every you know all the footnotes. I went to look at all the sources, and the first half that's about like the CIA and the mafia and stuff. The sources are really good, like some primary sources, and right. the last half it's just like three or four books that are secondary sources. Some of them look good, like Peter Dale Scott and stuff, but I can't verify that with I, if I don't have a computer, if I don't have those books, and I end up buying ten books, and yeah, you because you be don't know how shit. the fir- how the first guy who wrote the book yeah, yeah, yeah. interprets what his something. Especially is yeah, yeah, and the quotes are like he said bad deal about blah 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 blah, and it's like well the quote is on bad deal, but what is the sentence? Like I need yeah. the sentence, right, and I'm right. never going to get that this way. And it was just weird because I felt like the sourcing fell apart at the end. So at no point did I feel like, oh, wow, smoking gun, smoking gun. Definitely lots of Masons. There's that weird P2 propaganda duet, like discredited Masonic Lodge that had Berlusconi. It had cardinals it had priests it had politicians it had judges it had media. And I think they were the ones who were getting the money from Banco uh, Ambrosiano. Uh, can we just a shout out Banco Ambrosiano for having the most hubristic name? <laughs> uh, Who was St. Ambrose? What was his claim to fame? Well, Ambrosia is the food of the gods, isn't it? Oh, That's well, true, they said yeah. it was about Ambrose. So it's, this is the bank that feeds God. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, what's that called right. when you're like when your name oh. is you end up being like your name eponymous. or whatever? Yeah, eponymous nominative determinism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right, 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 right. Like uh, Amy Wine Wine. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Winehouse. Yeah. Amy Crackhouse. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They did that to her because she when she was an alky she was pudgy and I think they didn't like her so they turned her into a junkie and that's when you stop breathing. Yeah. So I blame them uh so yes That's so cool. same people have got the same people who got to michael jackson am i right <laughs> maybe uh and Ambro- oh, wow that just blows my mind but completely validates exactly what i think actually happened there because the money went somewhere and the mob guys who were who did it like sindona um jelly i hate to say the same g l 
G-E-L-L-I. I think it's jelly. Yeah, jelly. Uh, I hate it, but okay. I think jelly. they call him Jello in America. Yeah, that would be fine. <laughs> Just I don't know. It sounds sexual somehow. But um, so Calvi was the guy who ran Ambrosiano. Sindona was a guy who I think he bought a collapsing U.S. bank called the Franklin National Bank in Long yeah. Island from a guy named Tish who ran for. Franklin Credit Union, by any chance? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. No, not no, not the Franklin no, scandal. Different yeah. one, different one. But this guy ran CBS, and uh, so Sindona went and bought this collapsing CBS, bank for, notably a C- CIA yes. punch out. Oh, and this guy the was C actually for Central. had worked had worked for the OSS, like this guy, right? Yeah, 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 worked yeah, yeah. for the OSS. So. So then Sindona comes out and like, oh, are they just trying to get this guy off the hook for his collapsing bank and save him from scandal? And then I realized that as it was circling the drain, the Fed funneled into it $2 billion, which Sindona then funneled up through this weird um, labyrinthine thing in Banco Ambrosiano and all that stuff. And, that's, and then it, when it collapsed, it had sucked in $2 billion from the Fed. And I'm yeah. like, where did it go? And I'm thinking it went into those companies. And I think it was people like those P2 people and, who uh, actually got it. Like, um, so this is not really related exactly to the topic, but it's such a, it's such a huge, it's just a labyrinth. All these high profile bank collapses like Banco Ambrosiano, BCCI, and you name Nugent a, bank, a, a banking collapse that you've heard about in the news is CIA heroin money. That's what mm. those banks, their central so, core business was. And this is like, this is what made me want to. Well, there was I, the I housing like, market in the 2008. Yeah, that's it. No, but like. Was, but even okay, then, so, they set that up. Lehman Brothers did not have to fail. Barclays was going to buy it, and what's his face wouldn't let him. Yeah, they. they I don't mean those ones. I mean that. Like, I know. Yeah. So the BCCI. I was um actuallying. Continue. Yeah, okay, okay. So the the BCCI <laughs> one, they blamed it on a rogue trader. Oh that, yeah. It was uh, oh the Queen's Bank. Well, uh, yeah, it's also the CIA's bank. Yeah, it, the Pope's just, bank. Yeah, yeah, God's bank, the Devil's bank, whatever. Yeah, but it's so, all the CIA. And I wonder if they collapse them on purpose because yeah, I think they what do, they yeah. also do is. You know, what was that producers with like springtime for Hitler? Yeah. I, as a kid, when I first saw that, I didn't understand what the premise was. But the premise was you can oversubscribe. Right. Oh, yeah, me too. When I was, when as I was... long as it goes bankrupt in the end. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. when I was a kid, I thought it was just about these two guys who make a really awesome play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like they like Hitler and that's OK. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they it was awesome. And what happened to be an awesome play, I guess. So by making I just was puzzled by the fact that by making money, that was a problem for them. So it looked to me like the stuff that was going on there, the, um, that vortex maelstrom of, of collapse was a way to not have to fess up to the fact that maybe they sold shares twice. They certainly sold shares, exchanged shares between banks at like completely not market prices, like yeah. many times. Like it, So they would change ownership and all that. And it was hard to trace. But like some of these banks that were set up, they have just... Um, in this book, for example, it'll say like all the CIA agents that were in the, on the board, all the guys who were running yeah. it, like were CIA fronts and all that. And the and the Vatican stuff, it's just like, well, they set up these these um, banks in Panama and this other thing. And I'm and I'm thinking, I think Marcinkus, <clears throat> who was the head of the of the Vatican Bank, 
um, I think he liked to drink. He liked to screw broads and all that kind of stuff. And he liked to. Gross. <laughs> and he liked to. They called him the gorilla. So I'm not sure the babes really enjoyed it. But uh, so I think he liked to hang out with Roberto Calvi, who was weird, but, you know, with the red silk line jackets and all that and the mafiosi and whatever. And, and they just suits, cowboy high. hats. In your version of that or the Italian <laughs> version of that. So I just feel like they that that guy was a fool. I think they they cultivated fools to run the sure. bank and maybe try to cultivate fools to run the popes too, or be the popes. I mean, but there were masons and everything in there, but there was no like structured control thing. And I just don't I think the Vatican I mean, like, lost it, it, more than it gained. Cecil Rhodes will tell you that, um, oh. you know, masons are fools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, He's like, oh, they're the dudes fucking around. Yeah, this well, is, they're just yeah. they're just all they're doing is silly rituals. He even said it in his it is yeah. like little manifesto. Did you <laughs> see my tweet? Sorry. Why don't we harness all this talent to make something serious? Actually, change the world. Did you see my tweet to you about the new Rhodes pill? No, not yet. The, the one thing that was sketchy about this whole entire story that I was like, I don't know about this. Even when I was, I, I have the book about Opus Dei, but I didn't open it. And even that they're like, Opus Dei bailed it out. I don't even think that's true. I think Calvi made that up. But one thing that seems to be true is this thing called the Sovereign Military Order of Malta. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Knights of Malta. Yeah. <clears throat> they have a passport and they have no territory. Yeah. So it's this, I mean, that is freaky. Like, how do you get a passport like that? And I asked my mother, like, what about the Knights of Malta? She's like, they do the most wonderful charitable work. There are dames and there are knights. And I'm like, they have passports from not a country. She's like, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> so and she's like, I know your sister doesn't like them at all. And it's, I was like, I don't know why. It's basically diplomatic passports for, yeah. And, and like the, so the, they do Church spooky can just shit. nominate, give it to anybody to go on a mission, can't they? That's yeah, so you can do whatever. They, there are diplomatic passports like that, and it said, and it had that entry in Wikipedia, and then I went to the entry of all passports in the world because then I was curious, and that passport is not in the wiki entry list of all passports in the world. So right, what okay. else isn't? I don't know. But the Knights of Malta started on the Hyperborea, island of Rhodes. The Hyperborean passport. Yeah. Yeah, yes. they, uh, there's stuff like that. Yeah, um, Agartha. <laughs> there's, a, there's a passport for you to be able to go into the hollow earth. To, yeah, the I'm Mars. Gonna start issuing Yorkshire passports. The Antarctic passport. <laughs> but they were occupied roads and had to defend valiantly against, I think, maybe the Ottoman Turks back in the day. And they almost fended off like 10,000 Turks, but failed to. And then they had to leave roads. But if the Knights of Malta is something super deep and they started on Rhodes, I think that's kind of freaky. Was Rhodes his real name Rhodes or did he, was yeah, that yeah, a, yeah, an adopted Rhodes, yeah. name? Yeah, an English was, name yeah. His father was Rhodes. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's yeah, also it's, a Greek island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it is an English name. I went to kid with a, at school with a kid called John T. Rhodes. Any relation? No, but his mum was kind of a South African MILF. Who was South African and oh, was the father not South, South African? She was divorced. South Africa. And Africa. He, he was the. He had what they called in those days hyperactivity. Oh. Which and is, now uh, it's like he's on the spectrum, or yeah, he was just what. a. No, they would have pilled he was him just up. A dickhead. Yeah. They didn't then. 
It was Ritalin. Day. We just had to put it with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could have just let him run around. Well, they did. Uh, oh, that's fair, perfect. We did. The school did this uh, outing called the Lightquake Walk, which is it's 42 miles and you have to walk it in 24 hours. I did it in 16. Wow. Uh, Good for you. Uh, but this kid, John T. Rhodes, I mean, there was something. He wasn't wired up right somehow because there was like, so one group of it, it ended up splitting into two groups. One of them did it in 16 hours. One of them did it in 18 hours. And John T. Rhodes spent the whole walk running backwards and forwards between the two groups. <laughs> Right oh my gosh, so he did like 80 miles. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> and he was still annoying at the end of it. it was Where is like, he now? I don't know, probably dead. Because <laughs> you could really could use a guy like that. Be a mule. Know. He was impossible to deal with. He was just like, God bless him. Could be a good gopher. Yeah. It's hard to be a person like that. I'm sure it's yeah. like not easy to be a little bit crazy. Yeah, God bless his little cotton so, feet. But so here's one thing about Smom. The Sovereign Military Order of Malta, Malta yeah. according to this book. So I was I was I my second read through was on the plane, so I couldn't track everything down. And he makes these claims like every CIA head has been a knight of Malta. And right. and, it, and he goes, it's like whatever it is, Casey or Colby or whatever. First, he tells the author tells all that all the people this guy killed. And then he's a knight of Malta and then says that he's a devout Catholic. Yeah. So here's the thing that is just annoying to me. Like they're not Catholic. They're they're you know they they are part. They say they're Catholic. They they act Catholic. They probably commit a sacrilege every Sunday and receive communion, but they are not Catholic. Even if they're in the Vatican, even if they're a cardinal, they they exactly. some of this stuff was stuff that could be that you should be excommunicated for. Actually, being a Mason can get you excommunicated. And I yeah. think that was it when Paul the Sixth found out that all these guys, or maybe it was. I, don't, I think maybe it was John Paul the first. It was one of those guys. It came out that about this P2 and that a lot of cardinals were Masons. He was supposed to. It would have just more yeah. than decimated the Vatican ranks. And I think it must have been John Paul the first because then so, he died. Let, let me just bring the listener up to speed on this because oh, I feel sorry. like we're missing. Yeah. So <laughs> I know it's my fault. But I, I feel we're missing out. I suggested this topic and, and then. When it came to research, because we have to do research something every week, and I, you know, so in trying to find more material on this than than the material that had given me the idea for the topic, that it, short of buying like niche books like you have done, Monica, and I thank you for doing that. <laughs> there's nothing out there like this. The link between the CIA and the Vatican is a secret it's not on youtube that the jay dyer talks about it but you know he gives you the idea of it. his his shows are like a summary of it they're, they're excellent for consumer work but they're not kind of first even know, he not. says in the show like like uh, well we're gonna have to read a 800 page book but you know that's kind of why i'm doing this thing but, yeah <laughs> he's it's a, not even really in the 800 page books i mean seriously yeah yeah so the book that gave me the idea. Oh, this one. It might be in this one, though. Yeah. But it's just one guy. It's about it says how yeah, the CIA yeah. he heavily you know, he heavily drew from that. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like it's these one off people. Marcinkus was a fool. Murray was bad. It's just one off. Anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so Vatican II seems gay. Yeah. <laughs> 
they say that it wasn't meant to be. It's just interpreted that way. But, yeah. you know, it's like if it be one thing or another. Well, you know? here's the thing that I mainly took from I took from it uh, is is that in the 50s and 60s in pretty much like after World War Two, they CIA like kind of through getting these people into the organization kind of let the Catholic church know that it wasn't cool that they didn't come out just fully on the side of the allies. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> they now, were fucking pissed. They were that, trapped in Italy. Yeah. You gotta listen, think of that. I, fucking, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but the, the CIA let them know that this was not cool, man. Um, I just want to let the listener know that there's a really cool, there's a really concise narrative of this which is moderately scholarly in the book, The Killing of Uncle Sam, right. in chapters 27 and 28. Uh, and so it, it kind of just skips over it, but it summarizes it really well and references what it, the, the claims. Uh, so basically the, the story that we're talking about here is that what happened, this, the formation of the CIA, this is what we're interested in. How did the CIA happen? And basically, Truman wanted to abolish the OSS, OSS and he, indeed he did so. Uh, but um, Donovan, who was in charge of it, had Bill Chiang Kai-shek. No, Donovan, the folk singer. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> the, he was he, playing hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> writing mellow yellow. Yes. <laughs> well, his mellow yellow was growing heroin in China. In Chiang Kai Shek. Yes. Ooh, they, wow. And you, you're very mellow, mellow when you take yellow. that. Wow, and that is yellow. Wow, you are good. Oh, See, wow. this is that's this like a is triple. The, this is why I get the big books. <laughs> so. Um, I mean, yeah, it's no geisha to Zeke Quiro, but <laughs> I don't know. So um, Donovan uh, had Chiang Kai-shek growing heroin, shipping it out to Bangkok, and he was flying guns into Bangkok and swapping it for the heroin, and they were flying it back to... So it ended up that Chiang Kai-shek's soldiers, who were basically defeated by this point, they ended up in Taiwan. This is why Taiwan's Getting so important to this day. Getting mad pussy, yeah. by the way, like four <laughs> chicks per soldier. <laughs> why? So they would have a whole island full of Chinese nationalist troops. <laughs> Unironically. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. So so why is Taiwan, you say, important to this day? Because that's where Chiang Kai-shek ended up. And yeah. Chiang Kai-shek, no, I know, but why? But no so Chiang Kai-shek, no CIA, because... Truman oh, oh so we're to, that's still the outfit post of the CIA for yeah CIA. sure it, that's it. it's his birthplace so wow so the, um Chiang Kai-shek was growing heroin for Bill Donovan uh, the CIA the, the OSS was wound up uh, uh, but Rockefeller was funding it uh, and uh Chiang Kai-shek was growing the smack Flying it to Bangkok, which is the only Asian, Southeastern Asian country that's never been colonialized, by the way, or, or not militarily. I mean, depending anyway. on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was colonialized. My brother was Vietnam. there during Vietnam, yeah. so. So they. Doing heroin, by the way. So Donovan was flying guns into Bangkok and heroin out 
and Chiang Kai-shek was flying heroin in, guns out, right? They ended up Way making... Down, keep going. So basically... the ocean. <laughs> the subtext of this was... They get... They abolish the OSS. Bill Donovan goes to Truman and says, look at this organization. Stop it. I thought you were, I was like, wow, these guys can do that. We're trying. Maybe next time after we rehearse it before. So Donovan basically presents Truman with this fate complete, which is, I've got this Chiang Kai-shek money and this, and this, uh, because they, they, so the impetus for it was defeating the communists in Italy. Okay. You know about that. But they're using this. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. So you agree with that. Okay. Yeah. So they're laundering this Chiang Kai shek heroin money through the Vatican Bank. And also the Rockefeller money. And so Donovan's able to build this self-supporting drug-fueled intelligence agency he's he's already got a global intelligence agency and he goes to truman and he says okay so you've abolished the oss look at what i've got do you want it to be part of the u.s government or do you want it not to be part of the u.s government because i'm going to do it either way right yeah Try and stop me. Which, wow, by the way, also the Carter administration, it all, all kind of went away because of the church committee and all that stuff. Um, and, Ironically uh, named. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. And they, so they then they just said, okay, fine, we'll go back into the private sector. And then that's yeah. how the, the Iran-Contra yeah. affair was born. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. You can't, right. Like, the CIA is not... So, so people, like, you know, CNN... Listen, thinks they're a bunch of patriots. They're not. They're bought and right. paid for. Uh, business I don't even know what they are now. That's what they I were. I think a lot of them think yeah. they're real, though. Like I've I've known people who like, oh, my uncle. I think he worked for the CIA. I'm like, but doesn't he like sell toasters? It's like, well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he sells to- like he knows everything he there tells, is to know about he toasters. Sells toasters. He toasters that turn your kids toasters. gay. Yeah, I listen to you. I think it's probably the toasters that listen to you. Yeah. But uh but no, but like these people really I think they're absolutely true believers. Anybody I think in the you know, they recruit yeah. from college. There's and, and definitely is- that lower tier. It's like the Masons. Yeah, so this brings well, me they're back to... La- they're intersectional Latinx fucking um, uh, millennials. <laughs> That's who work at the CIA now. Do you remember the commercial? Yeah, yeah they're dangling yeah. a baby in one hand and ordering yeah. a drone strike with the other. I did. I was doing college visits this trip, and I did go to one engineering school, and it had, like, all the rainbow flags. And then my kid was like, look at that picture. And it was, like, this smiling, you know, whatever... Uh, intersectional person, yeah, yeah, and in front of Demon. like a tank with soldiers holding the drone she built, and yeah. so my kid was like, "You know, they put like bombs on those." <laughs> and I looked, and I was like, "Oh, right." And next to it, it said literally said "Free Palestine" like on the on the poster Hell on the bulletin yeah, board next to the picture Hell of the drone. Yeah. I was like, I was like. Yeah, I got to get out of here. Like, it's the first person. <laughs> it's the first person to just just slaughter brown people in the Middle East who also puts yeah, people in poop. Brown lives don't matter. But they brown also pe- they also matter. they yeah. also put put people pee pee in poo poo. 
And that's what really matters is that we're elevating someone who puts pee pee in poo poo. <laughs> yeah, that works. Anyway, people are going to give me crap for allowing my kids to go to college. Like, I'm serious. And I'm just allowing them. I always say, like, I will. I, I will oh, yeah. work work on dad, but I think I can assure you that I could get you the college money if you wanted to do something better with it, like buy a farm or build a house and flip it, like or flip a house, like whatever. It's fine. And my kids don't want to do it. They've been well, I, that's you know, my, that was you my, killed. That was my approach to homeschooling was I'm not going to make you do it. Because I don't want to homeschool a kid who's been made to do it. I'm going right. to create the conditions where you see it attractive. And then yeah. you say, yeah, I want to do it. And that's what I did. But it I have to say, I do so I do worry about the Benedict option being like your tune out thing. The Benedict option is where you just completely like divide off from society. It's like being a homesteader that just is completely self-sufficient. Mm. But the problem is... You know, I sent my kids to a school like that. And and I feel like the problem is that's OK as long as the world doesn't collapse past the borders, because once it does, they are going to breach your land. And that's a problem. So I so like if my kids want to stay in the world of the world, like I is feel it, like it's not not a bad strategy it's a unless they want to leave forever. One of my catchphrases is you only own that which you can defend. Absolutely true. And you can only eat what's in your possession or what you can grow. Like I noticed yeah. that with COVID. And, and I was like, you've also got to be able to defend it. That. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's true. That's what my father taught us how to shoot guns in the basement. Cause yeah. he was a super red scare in this house, a super red scare guy. We had dried food in our one car garage. And he said, if people come for that food, you got to kill him. He's yeah. like, even if you know him. And I'm like, no. And he's like, then out you go. I'll <laughs> kill like, you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't going to kill me, but like he just, we, he was, the, that's what he was teaching me. And I was confident that it would never come to that. So I didn't yeah, make a true. stick of like, it. Like I'm at the, my next goal in life is to pay off my mortgage. I don't have, I don't have very much Great. on my mortgage because they are going to, you know, interest rates are going to go through the roof and, well, it's, maybe get a bigger mortgage at lower rates and invest it in the market, but that's crazy. No, nah, because if it really inflates, should. yeah, it's already really inflated. Yeah, but the paradigm shift is a is nigh, probably. So we are but totally like, off topic. It's completely my fault. I'm sorry. No, we're not totally off topic. It's it's all the same. I want to get back to Gladio. I want to get back to where Donovan's money went. But what happens way down beyond below the ocean? Even <laughs> even if you own your property outright. Like, okay, so the people who are in arrears on the mortgages are going to be the first people to lose their property. But eventually everybody's going to lose it. That's part of the plan. Especially if you live in a place that has property taxes and yeah, exactly, yeah. Croatia does not. I've actually looked into the places that don't, that you actually, because you don't own that, you can't pay your property taxes in advance. So yeah. they can make it 100% one day if they really wanted to. Yeah. And they get so that's the thing like you you never own it outright it's like an hoa yeah. to the government you only own what you can defend it's like waco yeah. like they didn't really own that compound because it turned out the atf owned it or the fbi owned it i mean do you want to get semantical about owning because i would say i you know that gets to might makes right if you're gonna like i own what i paid for well, i mean what, you know. oh yeah I respect it's that. It's not mine. I, it's I not mine unless it stays mine. Believe me, I, I respect literally everything about the Branch Davidians, especially their 
property ownership. But in practical <laughs> terms, it turned out they didn't own that land. They couldn't right. stop those guys coming on to it and killing them right. and taking possession of it. Right. So we do not have rule of law. No. People are always like, we rule of law, rule of law. We do not have rule of law. Rule of law is ruled by the law, not by the rulers. So yeah. the law is the same for everybody. We do not it's, have rule of law. It's the monopoly of violence. Right. Uh, you no, they don't. That that's that's the thing, William. You're wrong. It's no longer the monopoly of violence is the state. Now, just any crackhead who decides to kill you gets to kill you if he so chooses to. Yeah. And then he will eventually just get out or he'll spend a small yeah, amount of time in jail. Well, I'm just saying it, that they've now he's just operating under license. Well, I was going to say now they've they've actually right. hired crackheads to do their job for them to kill us. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of rule of law. <laughs> Boris Johnson stepping down after winning a vote of confidence after the greatest landslide since Margaret Thatcher, I think, yeah. because a couple of people in his own party staged a, a sit-in. That's what they did to Thatcher. But, uh, but Thatcher, I doubt, was in on it. I feel like Bojo was in on it. Yeah, he's a faggot. <laughs> what? <laughs> now you can't believe What? Do you have <laughs> <laughs> you have I to, stand by this that's comment. Not that's an ad hominem attack. It's irrelevant and untrue, yeah. probably. Yeah, Unless you mean him. it as a term of art. <laughs> fuck him. He's like the bees. Yeah, refer to the bees joke. <laughs> Is it just because uh, his initials? Th Is that why you call him? We unveiled the bee joke on the show last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can't. It's too the, long. It's too long to yeah, tell but, the bee joke. It's about uh, the. A guy is concerned about the inhumane conditions uh, a bee farm. There's too many bees <laughs> per hive. Uh, and the punchline punch is, ah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so, fair enough. I think Back to the, the beginning. I think Speaking it's the, of, yeah. I think it's literally the best street joke ever. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's become like a byword in my family. Because I've propagated it around my family, and we're English. We, we're the kind of English that will do anything for a laugh. And uh, we don't say fuck them anymore. We just say, yeah, treat them like bees. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting like Cockney type obscure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. right? Like you just like, I said it rhymes. I like, just treat them like knees. Yeah. Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am a, that. I'm a Burke. Oh, yeah. is that a fact? He's a bit of a Burke. <laughs> yeah. So, so did not trying to get you back on track, but I'm yeah, going to yeah, try to yeah. get you back on track. Okay. Donovan, did Donovan want to keep it or like what was Don? Is he super patriot? I'm doing Gladio with or without you, Truman, yeah, uh, Don, or either Don, I'll do Gladio or I'm buying, no, you know, Don, whatever Donovan, an island. Donovan was he was born to do what he did. He was right, <laughs> and he was doing it. He was born he to was, be a spook. <laughs> he was the embodiment of what the CIA is now, which is basically. He was looking out. He, he built an espionage agency and realized its value to the empire's, the mercantile element of the empire yes. was bankrolled by them. And that's who his loyalty is. His, his, I understand. His loyalty yes. is to the banks and the uh, plutocrats, or what they call them. If they're Russian, they call them oligarchs, but the Western oligarchs. That's who his loyalty is to. And he, he was able to leverage that loyalty and that power into a cushy spot the in the federal government. 
yeah, to getting the federal seal on his organization because that organization would have existed with or without Truman's backing. And Truman knew that and he didn't want it to be an enemy. He thought, well, well, it's better to have yeah. the wolf in the, That's in the very fold, supposedly on our side. This book says that Rockefeller went into Latin America and circumvented or undermined U.S. policy. I forget the exact example putting a billion dollars in there to spread it around for socialism yeah. to prevent the grassroots communism that was emerging. Which and, was he, which he yeah. was financing in the Soviet Union, by the way. Oh, his dad financed. Yeah, so Union. I get like <laughs> a little confused by why did the... That was I have one a of theory, my notes, because like, they don't care why, about what I, what I whether it's communist, that, socialist, fascist or... I know. Or I, no, I have a theory I on this, sus- I'm suspicious of the whole thing. Well, yeah. if, you, if you build up a little Bernie Sanders-style socialist um, a government down in South America, then you have uh, a regime to topple once Reagan's yeah. in power. Plus, and then that justifies them doing more gay listen, shit. It, I, again, that's so a good it, point. It's, another, it's not about placating; it's about a target. Yeah, another okay. another meme Soft which target, has even. another meme which this show has invented and has therefore gained zero traction in the in the in the meme verse uh, <laughs> is literally everything is trading places. It's just. <laughs> Oh, the socialist one in Nicaragua. I'll give you a dollar. I'll give you one dollar. If you can give Chavez cancer. (laughs) Looking good. Well, that's what actually could be what, when people think it's the revelation of the method, I don't actually think it's revelation of the method. I think it's people saying it's Babe Ruth pointing to a spot in the outfield. Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm going to do this. Yes. And then the other guys are like, Fuck, he did it. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like calling your shots in pool. Yeah, it's like Klaus. He's like, great reset, great reset. I told you. Aha, uh-huh, this is me. I did COVID. Like, it's like, wow. Yeah. The queen's like, all right, Klaus can come to the, to the, whatever it is. He's a Rothschild. I mean, he's a Rothschild. I'm pretty dead sure. Or not. I think she's dead. Is she dead, William? I don't know. I mean, I've said this on the show before, but. <laughs> I, I was charged with looking after another family's little girl. <laughs> and we went went to the supermarket on the, the Jubilee week or weekend or whenever it was. Can't be a weekend because I was off work. And uh, there were all the newspapers on the newspaper stand had pictures of the Queen on the front page. And my little girl had gone to the toilet. And so I'm with this other family's little girl. And she goes, oh, that's the Queen. Because she goes to normal school, so she'd had to right. do the flag waving and all that. Yeah, yeah. And I says, have you noticed she's got a hat on in all those pictures? And she goes, oh, yeah, why is that? I says, she's got horns. <laughs> <laughs> what did the kids say? She was probably horrified. No, she's a smart kid. She's found right. she found a photograph on an inter- inside page with no hat on. I says, yeah, but oh. that hairdo, that's... <laughs> they primp it up like that so you can't see the horns. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if she was alive or dead by looking at pictures of the Jubilee, and I saw a picture, like, clearly she was live standing next to somebody, and I was like, why is she on a street in front of a 7-Eleven? Like, that's amazing that she gets out, and it was a cardboard cutout of her. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was proof of her being alive and it was just somebody had put like I'm one sure of those things. I'm sure a non-zero amount of people saw that same picture and they were like, oh, she's alive, look. 
Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. Didn't I didn't bother to take it and take a look again. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess she's luck. I mean, I yeah. knew she wasn't, but I didn't think anybody else would catch it. But some people did. Some people didn't. I mean, obviously, I'm in England, so I'm not allowed to say jubilee. Right. <laughs> Are you suggesting she's crypto? Is that well? No, she. I mean, it, it's, it's worth, eternal Anglo. It's well, gonna, even worse. Well, I was going to say, there, <laughs> let's let's not forget about the uh, the um, phenomenon of Anglo Israelism. Yeah, where the the Anglo's think they they are a lost tribe of the yeah, Jews. We think, no, we think we are the Jews, and yeah. this is this is Israel. Yeah. Well, isn't it the the tenet of like Christianity that Jesus was the Jewish Messiah? So shouldn't everybody think they're the Jews? You yeah, tell that to the Jews, though, it's, man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's but it's much it worse. Listen, they have you heard the hymn Jerusalem? Mm, probably, but I didn't and did. And did those feet in ancient times walk upon England's pastures green? And were those dark satanic mills? Yeah, something, something. Basically, it's about, oh, yeah, England is really Israel. Wow. And that they sing, the whole crowd sings that at every England rugby and cricket match. That's how it. Jewish, Anglo, English, yeah. Anglo-Israelism, dude. Well, it's not that. It's that they think, or whatever, it might be that, but it's that they think that they're the center of history, even from yeah, sure. thousands yeah, of yeah. years ago. Yeah, that's yeah so why wouldn't they team up with the OG Jews? Yeah, that's a, like, <laughs> the state of Israel is it? It's a project of the British Empire. Well, the then British there's Empire. the Khazars, yeah. right? Aren't the Khazars? I don't fucking, I don't buy into any of that <laughs> shit. Because that was invented by a Jewish guy, uh, by an English guy. Arthur Kessler was English. Yeah, well, yeah, I think he, he, he was the ang- tribe. right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was the angry. He was angry. He was the Anglo-Israelism guy, right? Kessler. Right. Yeah. All right, now we're really off track. Unless Donovan's going to bring because none of it. That was right. one thing that was weird. There was no like no mention of Israel in here. I'm like, Lucky Luciano was yeah. Meyer Lansky's. <laughs> you know, like Meyer Lansky's the one who said they're talking about cutting heroin. I'm like, from what I read about heroin, like they, when the Italians did it, they were just bringing heroin over, and then when Look, Meyer Lansky Meyer- Lansky Lansky took it over. Yes. On it, and yes. then you had to like cook it and this and that. Look, yeah, I said this on my. I said this on on my opioid epidemic, but the smack comes from Schmeck. Yeah, because uh, yeah, there was the nice. Jewish mobsters who brought heroin and onto the scene in the like forties and fifties. Stuff that you shoot. Yes, I, I haven't been able to bring Scott round to this point of view, but my view. Is I mean it's undisputed that the that the state of Israel is a British Empire project, literally. Yes, I don't dispute right. not that. Not the other way around. No, I don't well, think it is the way. It's, and I it's think like it's, chickens and eggs. And I think I think the current <laughs> okay. empire is the same empire that used to be the British Empire. Yeah, and so like, they're all the same. You, yeah, <laughs> so you take those two facts, and I really think the whole like Jews thing is just another divide and rule thing. I'm not saying it's not real. Anymore than I'm not saying that other groups yes, are yes, hitting yes, you over right. the head on the subway or, or whatever. Right. But I, I think it's the eternal Anglo, the global empire that's created this just to cr- sow division among the working Yeah, class. well, you would feel yeah. like, like that, rockers. wouldn't you? Yeah. I oh, think yeah, it's, it's all problem. here. All here. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have to follow up on this. So, where does that 
project begin and end? Is Putin a part of that? Is China a part of it? Are they, I I hope you know Putin what I mean? Like, part of it, but I think he probably is. You would think, I, I think, you know, I'm starting to think that, you know, there's some, there's some nuance with some individuals in some pockets. Like the Vatican, I think pr- Frank is probably. I tell you, you I tell you one guy you can't shit that. on. You can't shit on on my show. That's Imran Khan. Because I <laughs> no know arguments. him from soup to nuts. Imran Khan. I, I watched him play cricket. The guy from countering kid. Senator, the Center for Countering Digital Hate. No, no, the president, the rightful president of Pakistan. Oh, Pakistan. Okay, because there's an Amra. Right. <laughs> so like, Scott, I'm on a wobbly chair. Can you look up who is the yeah. head for the council, the Center for Countering Digital Hate? Oh they got God, like $250 million to push the vax on black people uh, for their countering hate. But yes, yes Imran tell me. Ahmed. Yes. Imran, Imran Ahmed. Ahmed. Yeah. I bet he's named after Imran Khan, by the way. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Because Imran Khan is an absolute hero. Like, so had I had a child, if I had a son with my first wife, he would have been called Imran, named wow. after Imran Khan. Because, nice. Like, so you watch a guy like that who he played cricket so hard and so skillfully that he completely wowed the entire world, and he broke his left leg from bowling so hard. Right. He, wow. he was the first guy to do that. Many have done it since, but this guy. <laughs> it's like Monty Python type. Okay. Stuff, so actually, this guy, he's an honest guy. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's the one honest politician. And I I watched his exploits as a young man when I was an even younger man. And you can't tell, you can't talk shit on Imran Khan to me. He's fucking paid. What, what's he up to these days? He just got ousted by the CIA. <laughs> Outed? Yeah. He got thrown He's out of CIA office. He's a CIA agent? Yeah. No, he no, did, no, he, he got thrown oh, out ousted, of office. Ousted, yeah. ousted. They oh, him. okay, that's good. Well, at least they didn't kill him. Didn't they kill um, the people love Benazir him too much. Bhutto? Like, yeah. was that woman Pakistan? Wasn't she Pakistan? Benazir leader? Bhutto, yeah. Benazir Bhutto, they shot her? Yeah. Uh, yeah, fact, I mean. Let, shall we do that? Let's, are, are we about ready to wind up, Scott? I suppose, if you want. Yeah, I mean, because I could... Go I feel like that. I always derail you from the meat of the matter, no, but I listen just, to your just, like Iran stuff. I know everything there could possibly be to know about the Iran revolution. And like, Monica, this is what yes. the show is. And you're oh. perfect. So, <laughs> I, What I'm proposing, Scott, is that I go through the do's and don'ts from the Pakistani embassy in Dublin. Just to say, you know what? To round off the episode with a shout out to Pakistan. And, and to Ireland. Yeah. And to yes. Ireland. Yeah. I'm a yeah. citizen of Ireland. You know that, right? And so well, are my this children. This is perfect end to it, then, isn't it? Yeah. So our our technical team sent us this information. He's our producer. Yeah. That's nice. I thought you were your producer. Te- Scott. No, you look te- like the producer. We have a team what, of boffins. What the, call it with the anti-Semitism. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said you look like the producer. Yeah, because it looks like you're occupied with with bells and knobs. It looks like you're uh, looking the at knobs. Yeah, well, you're, yeah, looking you're just at looking camera. at me from a profile, and that's why you're. That's why that. you do it. That's yeah. why you, I okay. realize now. That's why you do it. You're looking it, at me with profile, and you're like, "Oh, this guy looks like an executive producer." No, it looks like you're looking at a mixing board instead of the camera. No, I'm looking at Wikipedia. All right, fine. <laughs> oh, dude, I think this must have circulated on social media and they've had to get rid of it because of woke 
No way. Oh, no, what it's is here. it? It's, 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 no, it's got to be here. I can no, find it. Do tell. Okay. I've got it. So, what is this again? It's the Pakistani. The Pakistani embassy in Dublin has issued this list of do's and don'ts. Okay, let's hear for it. For Pakistani citizens in Ireland. Okay. Number one, consider Ireland as your second home and treat its nationals and citizens as your family. That's a do. Don't. Do not indulge in politically and culturally sensitive activities. Two, do demonstrate full compliance to the Irish law and rules. Don't. Do not indulge yourself in hate speech. Fucking bug trials. <laughs> Three, always respect the local culture and traditions and be mindful of cultural sensitivities. That's a do. Don't. Never indulge in illegal activities and be extra careful while interacting with minors in the streets. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. I like that one. Whoever wrote this is fucking based. Right? <laughs> it's good. It's smart. Four, make efforts to interact with local communities for better integration, assimilation in local community. Don't. Never drive without insurance. <laughs> we got a Five. real problem in America with the immigrants yeah. doing that. Five. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Do yeah. Five, do purchase health insurance. Don't. Do not drive on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> Six. Words to live by. <laughs> Six. Always get your Irish driving license issued as soon as possible. That's a do. Don't. Never reside in a house without insurance. So they're really going the extra mile. Oh, they're still they're very the litigious now. people. Yeah. yeah, no, they're they want banks. They just don't want it. Whoever's right, right, writing this really cares about the image of Pakistani people in Ireland, and they're not they're not afraid to address the propensities <laughs> of their countrymen. Or any, anybody, so. everybody should well, live by This kind of begs the question, though, William. Do you feel like you ever really needed to take a look at a, a thing of do's and don'ts when you travel to a foreign country? No, or I'm did British. you just. I, I was I'm just going to say, or did it's you have common about... fucking decency? No, I'm, I'm British. When, when I go to well. a foreign, foreign country, I take my fucking shirt off and I get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but like women in Saudi Arabia probably need to know how to put a bag on their head or whatever. Yeah. So, Why would okay. you go there? That's what I was actually, that's what I was wondering. Why are you telling these, obviously people who hate the Irish, why are they there? Do they have like a relocation program no, funded by the U.S. government, like like no, Milwaukee somebody, and Somalia? Give them some, give them some credit. This is somebody who works. It's, a it's good. No, it's good. It's good. Who really cares about, the way Irish people see Pakistan. William just projects Imran Khan into onto all Pakistanis. Oh, you think Imran Khan was behind that? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play the hits now because it's a long list. These are I the best Imran ones. Khan now. So these these are the highlights. Okay, so these are all don'ts. Okay, do not say Ireland is part of the British Isles. <laughs> do, <laughs> do not take offence to the banter or swearing. Do not call Dublin small in front of locals. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would totally do that. Do not mention leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask where the pot of gold is. Is this still on that list? Yeah. Yeah. It says don't mention leprechauns. <laughs> do not worry about safety. Don't worry about safety? That is terrible advice. 
don't call Irish people English. And finally, <laughs> do not miss Gaelic sports. And I think, I mean, what better to close? How is up? that spelled? No, Gaelic. they spell the traditional way, I believe. S P O R T S. Shout out to the Pakistan embassy in Dublin. We love you. But there's a, there is one which I missed, but where it, it's made apparent that the who the guy who wrote this uh, screed, which is it's like thirty points, thirty do's and thirty don'ts. Uh, one of them is engaging local community activities and make make efforts to get the young ones involved. So this guy, this Pakistani the guy. The young ones. So that just betrays the fact that the guy, whoever wrote that, whichever diplomat at the Pakistan embassy wrote that, weren't to speak English in Ireland and just fell in love with the place because calling the young ones. Oh, that's which super is sweet. The most Irish thing, and I, I just love that. I, it's this. So let's say we don't say a shout out to the current Pakistan regime because they're CIA puppet right. regime, but. Yeah. Let's uh, say F to Imran Khan, and uh, oh, I do want to know speed. if Imran, what I, Imran Khan's take on Assad was. Ooh, let's maybe quickly Google that. Yeah, Google that. Assad. Oh. Can I? Um, in the meanwhile, can I tell you two things? Go One on. is when I was in Scotland after my son, uh, my first son was born. I was talking to some lady who was asking me about my wee Down syndrome lad, which yeah. I thought was very cute. My wee uh, lad. Also, when I when I landed in. New York today, I took a picture of this thing. Okay. You can't okay. really see it, but it was everywhere in the airport. And it said, it's time for New York city where all are welcome. Underlined all are welcome. Yeah. You know, I can't go into a restaurant in New York city. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they got rid of that. They might've, but I, yeah, I stopped have, trying. I, yeah. I stopped trying because why, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, yeah. all are welcome for now, but yeah, we I, reserve I, the right <laughs> to ban, you know, to re-implement apartheid. My my childhood friend has asked me, and this is breaking news on the show. My childhood friend, my best friend, has asked me. I thought he was married, but he's, oh, he's not. I think Imran Khan no. might have a chance. By the way, why is he denounced Assad? He does not denounce Assad. In fact, he danced Based. around it so he wouldn't yeah. have to say Good. Assad That's must go. Right. Like listening to uh, I've only ever seen one video of Assad. I thought who I didn't know who it was. And I thought, who is this guy? This guy is like the most insightful journalist I've ever heard of Assad. Bashar al-Assad. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a doctor. He just educated in England. He's a dentist. Oh, oh. (laughs) he just tells. Well, I mean, maybe he's Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) He just tells it how it is. I mean, like, yeah, like, like Sergei Lavrov. He's not. He's not putting any topspin on it at all. It's just like, well, know, he didn't want to be the, the president of Assad, uh, president right. of Syria. As yeah. I understand yeah. it, his dad was the. I mean, no, I know his dad right. was, yeah. but I think yeah, his brother buddy, was supposed to be. His yes, brother was supposed to car wreck. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wonder how. But that you happened. can't ever get anything out when I'm on the show. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, no, Monica, luck. you're the best. Oh God, yeah, I, I step I see, on you the whole time. We love. Well, there's another. There's another politician that I've had very little. I know very little about, but what I do know about the guy, I've seen him give a speech, and it's like, 
this guy doesn't, he's not thumping the table or anything. He's just spitting cold facts without any spin on them at all. It's just a, a, a bit like Putin kind of does that. Act well, Sergei well. Lavrov does it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, well, this is what it is. Who? Who That's are kind you of talking the Russian about? attitude. Who are you talking about? Assad? Well, I, I don't know much about Lavrov. I've seen Putin talk. But right, right. Yeah, Putin's good like that, but Lavrov's the best. Oh my is God. he right? Yeah. Well, I'm, well, I just every time I hear him, he like said, but maybe, maybe I'm like a Russian apologist and I just believe his side. But it's my opinion that when you're the underdog and just restoring like the rule yeah. of law yeah. would give you a leg up, you can take the high road. Yeah. Th- th- look, it's their point of view, but they're giving you their point of view straight. They're not saying. Oh, it's about gay right. rights or some and, shit like that. Right, They're and the just answer giving you their point of view, honestly, and you don't have to accept their point of view, but you've got to respect the fact that they are being straight with you, and they are. And they also say stuff like, in their own words, "If you guys weren't hypocritical yeah. bullies who kill people and steal." We yeah. wouldn't have this problem right now. You fucking talk about <laughs> so talk about racism while you're setting fire to shepherds' huts, but because I don't know, you intercepted a mobile phone text message or something. <laughs> yeah, so somebody got given a mobile phone, got a text message. The next thing they get is a flipping cruise missile up their asshole. <laughs> right, it, like the empire stinks, and I'm sure. Syria stinks and Russia stinks and every government stinks. But uh, at this moment in time, they're the ones who are worth listening to because they're spitting facts. Yeah, if you have an asshole for an enemy, you can be totally righteous defending your own people and it's in everybody's interest. You don't have to indulge in all that crap, do you? Yeah. The only thing that, you know, it's... It's just that Putin likes... It doesn't seem to hate his own people, like you said. Yeah, that's that's his manifest sin. Is he doesn't right. despise his own people, but the or maybe he does, but he doesn't make a virtue of it, right? But the thing I've been thinking about recently, and it's easiest to explain in the context of Ukraine, but I'm, I'm not really talking about Ukraine. I'm talking about everything. But Ukraine's the easiest thing to make an example of. Let's say that Russia had already completely overrun. Ukraine and set up a, its own, it set it up as a state of the Russian Federation and it was operating as such and everything was kind of normalized there. The M, I don't think the empire would give a fuck about that as long as the Western media was still reporting that there was a war going on <laughs> and that the Ukrainians were being brave. But I think that, that like, the loss of touch with reality has gone to the point where the focus is now demonstrably on hyper-reality. It's on what you think is true. It's not what is true. So that it wouldn't matter to them if Ukraine was a de facto state of the Russian Federation, as long as we didn't know. I would. I was, I was going to yeah. modify. I'll modify that. I think they would be okay with it as long as like every other country except Russia also thought that yeah, the war was still I mean. going on. Yeah, but that's how the media works, isn't it? Yeah, that's the, the same. You know, few people own all the media in all the countries. They and I think they're on the verge of being able to pull it off. I, I think you might be right, and I think that that's like dribbling down throughout yeah. society I, in that. that 
That like my, people are having weddings without inviting anyone, just yeah. taking pictures for four hours. Like dead serious. Like mm. weddings, they're not paying for the wedding. They're Sounds just taking sweet, pictures. By the way. <laughs> I like that. my wedding was I, I, kind of similar to that. No, I'm kidding. I had like yeah. 25 people there. I, I think that might be the actual hope for world peace, though. 50 is that it, <laughs> it, it does go full 1984. Yeah. And that there isn't really a war going on. It's just right. there's one going on in the news. Yeah. That could be world peace right there. Yeah. Million Dollar kind of Extreme like, World Peace season two. Like the pandemic. Like the pandemic just it was <laughs> yeah. just on it was just on TV. It was on TV, yeah. So I, as long as the revolution is terror, terror televised, we don't have a problem. Yeah. So I mean my my uh I think that it's kind of a if I, I just wish I believed that little aside paragraph in that uh it's twenty thirty, I own nothing and I've never been happier article where they say yeah. oh well the people who didn't like yeah. this idea got to the outlanders live, they got to live in the forest and be craftsmen i mean i i would love to believe that but i think that's just like telling your kids that the the, the dog that died went to the went to live on a farm <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i don't think there's any living in a, yeah, I in think, the forest for us i think i think they want people to do that like people who are unvaxxed and people who object they want them to have to like remove themselves from society and then that you know that curtain comes down I, well i mean that would be great if you had that opportunity i don't think we're going to get it i think we're yeah, going to get if they, guard. i mean i know you don't believe in chemtrails but that's all it's going to take to make sure that you don't grow your own food sure Oh, I'm not saying I don't believe in chemtrails. I'm just saying civilian aircraft aren't seeding them. They're like the starting to, yeah. aircraft aren't. They're starting but, to report on it. So, like on seeding the clouds and look at this cool plane yeah, with sure, the little yeah, poses yeah. and you know it's coming. They but in, send, in China, it's drones. It's a million. It's a couple of thousand drones, I think. Yeah, I know they can do it. I'm just saying it's not something that's coming out of <laughs> co commercial passenger jet engines. Okay. That's just because the engines got bigger. No, it's not coming out of the engines. It's it's separate from the engines. I, I will say I saw a really low plane that had four, like my husband who doesn't believe in that stuff at all. It was yeah. really low. We were at Jazz Fest and he looked up and I was like, does that? And he's like, that is weird. Like those I, are there, like. <laughs> well, there is something that's changed on aircraft in the sky. since I was a kid. Oh, really? That is it the engines have got a lot bigger so like the, the virtually no four engine aircraft anymore they used to be quite small and the, so jet engines used to be a lot smaller right so now you've got much much bigger jet engines than what they used to be so when i'm seeing four on a regular basis you think that's a little sketchy well it depends on the human like they do send yeah. trails off the wingtips as well yeah but like the, i'm saying that Exhaust. I got you. Hanging. No, it's not in the exhaust. No, no, no. I don't think so. But I'm not trying to drag yeah. you into that rabbit hole. But I mean, I, I don't want to make sure put, I didn't forget anything like who, super who puts the shit in them. I, I, I'm not saying that they don't seed clouds and shit. I'm just saying, right. If they do, they do it in little aircraft that are just for doing that. Yes, that I've absolutely seen. Like they've shown that was on a, a news program. Yeah, in yeah, LA, I've, like I've, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's been widely known that they did that like they were doing it in russia in the 70s weren't they for yeah didn't i tell you about the soccer game i went to i went to the world cup yeah and no. it was supposed oh, to yeah, rain yeah. and russia went 
was like Croatia or something like yeah. Russia went way further than they were supposed to. And my husband's like, I can't believe it's going to rain. It's just going to pour. And I was like, it's not raining on this game. And he's like, it's totally going to rain. And so I was like, it's not going to rain on this game. Yeah. It rained to like, it didn't rain. It, it was supposed to rain during the game. And it start as soon as the rain thing was over, it started raining. And I said to my husband, we were in a suite. I said, I told you. He's like, oh, he said to some strangers, it was like, she thinks that they control the weather. It's like, oh yeah, they'll, they'll, <laughs> They'll hey, remove whoa, the whoa, clouds whoa, whoa. for special <laughs> events, you know? I mean, they're obviously, they're not going to let it rain today. And my husband was just like, that's crazy. No, I mean, they, they can do that. It's a well-known fact. And I'm sure they do do it. Yes. But they do I'm it over saying, my house a hundred times a day, just so you know. To my knowledge, yeah, there's no way that they can do it with <sighs> passenger aircraft in Europe. Because I do have to crack the code on that. They don't put anything in them, except... Yeah. Jet fuel. <laughs> yeah. Gation Queero. <laughs> it always ends up me Does and this... Monica bickering about. <laughs> Do I need to put? I'm sorry. I, uh, yes, yes, right. Do I need to put that in my glossary? Gation Queero. Monica, I have a great glossary. It's like hundreds of terms I've been collecting over the years. Maybe you could put phone. it in the glossary I'll under you, funniest joke ever. I tell you what, it was coined for. It was coined for. Cardinal Joseph Spellman. No, Cardinal Francis Joseph Spellman. Francis J. Spellman. He was a CIA Spellman. agent, right? Wasn't yeah. he a CIA agent? Yeah. Sure. He thinks he's Jewish. He thinks he's Jewish just because his name's Spellman. And I said, I don't think so. And I looked it oh, up. So and also, by New the way, it's an Irish name. He's not from Spe New York. He's from Spellman. fucking Whitman, Massachusetts. There's no... no there's no Jews. Whatever. Even so, I mean, there's a shitload of Jews converted. But uh, well, I know, I know a couple of. He's also with the, the, the side. The side that is that <laughs> has come from Spellman supposedly is only one generation from having immigrated from Ireland. Supposedly, exactly. So, as I said to you, Scott, have you read Oliver Twist? Uh, the book, not I, the gay movie. Yeah, I, I think I read at least. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So Fagan. Yes. And there was another guy. So when Oliver got Fagin, taken in yes, by the, when Oliver got taken in by the first wealthy family right. who cared for him, he told them to get rid of his old clothes, and he sold them to a certain kind of trader. Mentioning no ethnicity, right? Yes, continue. Yeah, and, and picking that, up what that, you're putting down. That that trader sold those worn out ragged clothes to Fagan, who was going to sell them on the worn out clothes of a beggar child. And we're getting some, some kind of merchant. So you're telling me those merchants were in Ireland in the potato famine? <laughs> sure, but my point is is um, <laughs> the reason why I said Gation Zero is because um, the, apparently this Francis uh, Spellman. By the way, also worth mentioning, I've got a relative I think that went to fr uh, Cardinal Spellman High School. What was his in, middle name uh, again? Joseph. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Um, God damn it! You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Where did it come from? Where did Patient Zero come no, from? No, Gation Queero. Oh. All right. 
Oh, yeah, he was apparently he fucked Roy Cohn and he also had gay sex more most likely with Barney Frank because he was like the head of the archdiocese in Boston and he was yeah. like so, super gay and also and so I said and 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 so we have no way of knowing that he died of AIDS because he died before AIDS came out and he said he's probably patient zero and then I said gaytient queero nice. <laughs> That excellent would, joke. Yes, I think we've excellent. labored it just the right amount. Excellent. I think it's over labored. I feel like not at all. Been, I think it's just right. When it was spontaneous. No, trust us. It's it's much like funnier. Mellow this yellow. I think mellow yellow is underrated as a, as oh. a triple. A triple. Mellow yellow. <laughs> all right. Now you ruined it. Anyway, Monica, what do you want to promote? Nothing. I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> I'm probably going to ask you not to post this. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, it's all right. Can- um, uh, yes. No, I do. Now I have a new thing. Um, deep dives with Monica Perez. It's just a solo thing. I do a couple of times a week when I can, because I'm spending a lot of time at my mom's and it, the internet's a little sketchy here. I literally have to, I had to buy a table so I could do this today. Well, next we to the thank router. you for that. We really appreciate <laughs> you coming on. Monica. I'm sorry. Oh, it was my so pleasure. Uncouth. It was no, totally my pleasure. But anyway, so I'm doing that. If people want to, I'd love if people subscribed and reviewed, uh, gave me a review on iTunes for deep dives with Monica Perez. Sure. I do apologize, but we are just kind of frisking in front of you and showing off. I feel like you've toned it way down. You know you're the only one I'm allowed to flirt with because of the name (laughs) of your show. Right, there you go. It's perfect. Um, What's it called? So uh, for us, uh, just go to t.me slash history homos and t.me slash history homos chat. Come talk to the, come come check us out. Don't bring uh, any of your globe earth bullshit. Yes. That's the one rule. In the our, one in rule, our... yes. No globe <laughs> earth proper. No ball earth propaganda allowed. <laughs> ball tards. Um, and, Ballers. Ballers is a bad word in there. And uh, also uh, <laughs> follow us across social media at History Almost Pod. And also we have a bonus episode once per week. Uh, history, uh, www.rockfin, that's R-O-K-F-I-N dot com slash history homos um, where you know you get this episode you get all the episodes of Monica on them prior and you get a weekly bonus episode like I mentioned uh, and you also get access to every uh, other creator on Rockfin like Monica and also plenty of other people can I just just say I just want to interject now that we've discovered that there's an undersea wall all the way from the south pole to the (laughs) north pole we can just using two tent pegs and a piece of string that's like sixteen hundred miles long. We can we can discover whether or not that wall is straight, and when we find out that it's curved, we will be able finally to debunk ball Earth propaganda and prove that there's an ice wall. Oh, because it's a saucer. Yeah, we can prove nice. there's an ice wall by the fact that the that the that the wall that goes from the North Pole to the South Pole is curved. You know, I actually saw the curved Earth. I flew in the Concorde once. Yeah. It's a uh, optical Just illusion. A it's an optical I mean, illusion. I'm a fe- I must be a Fed. I, I'm... <laughs> 100% on your side, but I just find flat earth enjoyable. Oh, of like, course, of course. I like flat earth people. And yeah, it's like Trump's, Trump supporters. Yeah, I like it. It's like he's fake, but I love you. 
So yeah, I, I'm I am actually a ball earth devotee, but yes, I, I you don't even believe chemtrails. Yeah, I keep quiet about it because <laughs> I, I like flat <laughs> earth so much. I, I, I love the people who. Are oh, did I tell you I was reading this um, a sci-fi book called Rosewater, and in that it was talking about they they have like they're only in the metaverse they're not in the internet and they talk about this like subversive like off the grid group that still uses the internet not the metaverse and they called them flat earth motherfuckers yeah so i think the whole flat earth thing is a metaphor to shame people who don't embrace the metaverse yeah i mean i do think the whole that wasn't original that wasn't an original thought no i think i no, You're not I, impressed I by that? No, no, I was I, looking up the book. It looks good. No, yeah. it's, my take on it was I. It's written by I, a Nigerian I love flat guy. Earth people, but it's like. Why I love would you Cupid. think the Earth is flat? Is flat? This is bullshit. No, no William. <laughs> I, I I love Q people and I love flat Earth people. Yeah. But uh, I do think that both things are psyops, just yeah. to discredit people. Wait till you right. get Assange pilled. Yeah. <laughs> He Sorry. never exists. This is bullshit. <laughs> Julian he Assange. He is a fake person. <laughs> Julian Assange, why did you fuck Pamela Anderson? Yes. I doubt he did. He had, did you ever see a, there's a How could he fuck pen. Pamela Anderson where he had no penis? He is gay. <laughs> he is gay. He is a great Jane Mansfield. Look up Julian Assange, Jane Mansfield. Interesting. Anyway, well, so. Um, he's Australian, which is almost <laughs> British. We do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. Yes. Fine. I'm just saying he could be hidden in plain sight. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, not yeah. casting aspersions. I mean, the I'm a lover, not a hater. The spook involvement, for sure. Yeah. But anyway, Scott, please go on. Um, Monica and I have derailed. Gation Queero. Um, also, <laughs> also um, die with dignity. Uh, oh yeah, t-shirts. Uh, email me with your size and address at historyhomos at gmail dot com. Uh, we'll figure Can it I out. Let me see it. It's the same t-shirt you've been That's commenting that you wouldn't wear. All right, yeah, because you said die with dignity. That's fine. I would take a logo, but that's unbelievably blasphemous. Wait, stop! I'm unbelievably blasphemous. It's. <laughs> Yes, I know, but <laughs> it's taking lightly that which is divine. I'm not I'm not getting bent out of shape. I'm just saying. William, you might as well light. say JC if you you don't you don't think that's I don't think he's taking it lightly. Cuz I think it's, I, it's how about I buy one for my mom and see what she thinks? <laughs> I get it, it's not trad, but I, I don't think he's really taking it lightly okay. cuz I don't think Good. we take Ted Kaczynski lightly. Yeah, then you don't have to go to hell. I think we, I because think. you don't think it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like I mean, the 9-11 a, bombers, supposedly. That's a bit of a Protestant <laughs> angle, isn't it? But I'm a Protestant. So. <laughs> All right, I think we're circling the drain now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, what's it called? Uh, die with dignity. William, what do you want to say to the people to say goodbye? Let us rejoice, uh, let us sing and dance. God is great. And ring in the new... Later, homo. Praise God in all things. Yeah. Yeah.